Hello, welcome to Let's Get Down to Business with the Prince Rupert and District Chamber of Commerce. We are here to give a voice to our local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to strengthen and support our local business community and to share the wisdom and experience of longtime business leaders and the fresh ideas and experiences of new entrepreneurs. So let's get down to business. Hi, and welcome to Let's Get Down to Business. Today, I have the utmost privilege of speaking to Rachel Chan from the Doggy Hotel and Spa. Welcome, Rachel, and let's get down to business. Yes, thank you. It's a privilege to be here today. So tell us a little bit about how did you get to Prince Rupert? Um, so actually, I got to Prince Rupert because my husband was a crab fisherman. And we've been married for seven or eight years now. And so that's why I came to Prince Rupert because he was up here. So when we got married, we I ended up moving up here and um, we ended up getting our own house. And then we ended up getting a dog. And um, yeah, life's been great so far. And how did this transition from just having a dog go to a whole hotel and spa? Oh, um, because when we first got married, um, we wanted to go on our honeymoon right after moving up here and then getting the dog. Um, but the thing was, it was really, really hard to find somebody. And because I, we didn't have, well, I didn't have much friends here and, and my relatives all don't really want to dog sit at the time. So I ended up going on Facebook and trying to find somebody that could possibly take care of my dog while we go to Asia for like three weeks and three weeks is a long time mm. for someone to be like okay yeah I can take care of your dog so um, luckily we got to find somebody but it was very stressful that makes sense that came from like a personal need mm-hmm. yes well that's that's how majority of the small businesses here in Prince Rupert actually start out is with something that they personally need mm-hmm. and then going into making it available for the community and then realizing that other people actually need the service as well and then let's grow from there right mm-hmm. yes and I did notice like before I started this business uh, I was a bookkeeper and during that time COVID happened and mm-hmm. then I lived in an apartment at the time in Burnaby in Vancouver. Um, And I noticed so many people started getting more pets, either dogs or cats or hamsters or rabbits. And I, and I knew this was going to be like a huge need. And one of my like personal goals was to work with animals anyways. Right. Mm. So um, after a really long thought and some discussions with my husband, I decided to go to school for grooming. And that's when I was like, okay, once I do grooming, I would love to open a daycare and boarding in Prince Rupert so that this need could be met. Because even till now, people are still getting puppies every single day. Like in Prince Rupert alone have more pets than what I've seen like in the last five years. So, yeah. Well, I know personally that is a, a very big need. And to have someone in town that do this professionally is just such a relief. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And the fact that like um, I decided to go to a hands-on school, it's not an online school. Like I've actually 
went to school to get this done professionally. Um, I was taught by three professionals that have been into um, the pet industry or dog grooming industry for over 30 plus years. One of them was a judge for dog shows. Oh, and, wow. And he also uh, actually did open up a daycare and boarding before. So I got a lot of insight from him and advice from him. And that's why I took the courage to start this business. Well, I love what you actually said there, that you you technically had a mentor. You you had someone that that you learned from, that you grew from, that yeah. advised you on certain things, because we all don't have to make all the mistakes ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to learn from someone else that's been there and know what about, like, what are things that we need to look into? What are some of the expenses that we don't even think about? What are the the hidden costs? Mm, yes that's right so what are the services that you guys are rendering or might render in the future so currently the grooming side of the business is open and I am the groomer (laughs) and um and so far like I love all my clients they love coming to me um the difference between I know there's other groomers in town the difference between me and the other groomers are that um, I actually really um, care about the well-being of the dog too. So it's not just, um, I'm not saying bad things about the other groomers, but just my my style is that I like to keep the dog as like a dog. Like they don't have to be shaved down all the time. They can have a style. They can, like owners can come in and give me a picture and be like, hey, I want this type of style for my dog and I will do it. You know, so that's my difference with me and the other groomers. And in the near future, sometime in April or May, we'll be opening our daycare and boarding side of the business. So it's perfect time just before summer. I know summer is coming. A lot of people are going to plan to go away somewhere on vacation. So this is the goal. Like our goal is to open before summer so we can start this um, service right away to help everyone. I am getting calls even till today, since last year till today. People are like, hey, I need to I need to get out of town for a couple of days. Do you have any space? Or are you guys open yet? Mm. So we know it's like a huge need. And it's coming, guys. It's coming. We're working hard at it. That's awesome. So tell us, um, what does the, the grooming entail when we bring a pet to you? Is it only dogs or do you take maybe some some other type of animals as well? Apparently just dogs, um, mm-hmm. because that's what I was uh, trained for. But uh, maybe re- not in the next year or two, but probably down the road, I did um, consider doing cats because there are cat owners that do reach out to me as well, for especially cats that have like long hair and they mm-hmm. need to be more uh, maintained than like them licking themselves and the other cats groom themselves. Um, they need someone to actually like shave them down or, you know, help maintain in that kind of sense. So take us through the process. When a, a puppy come in and they're all excited, what happens to them? It's now their spa day. What, what do they do? Okay, so for puppies, um, we have a different approach. We, I, lots and lots of treats, lots of praises, lots <laughs> of like petting in the beginning. And just, I introduce them to everything. So I would introduce them to the table uh, because a lot of do- like puppies that come in, they never done on a table before so I would introduce them to the table and I would pet them and comfort them and give them 
some, some treats for just doing so well, just sitting on the table. And then I'll introduce them to the razor, just the sound, like not even putting it on them. Mm. You know, just the sound. And, um, and then I would use the end part of the razor to just kind of like put on their skin so they can feel the vibration that it's not going to hurt them. And if they realize like, hey, no, nothing's happening, I, I give them a treat. And, um, and we go from there. And then obviously like ear cleaning and nail cutting, I give them like so much treats, so much praises and just lots of, lots of pets. And even like with the bath, because some dogs don't like baths, right? Mm -hmm. So I would like put them in the bath and I would bring treats with me to the bath to get them used to the water. And the drying is a little bit harder because it's such a loud um, device for the dog drying. But um, we have these, um, I call them earmuffs for dogs where they just put it over their head. Oh, wow. And it just kind of muffles the sound and um, it calms them down a little bit. So like, the process isn't like very fast. Like everything is taken down slowly and making sure that they are comfortable. And at the end of the room, they get lots of treats and usually they go home like really happy and smelling really nice. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a real treat for them to go to the spa. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes there's other dogs there and they get to play after too. So it's like another reward for them. That is very, very cool. You must have the best job in the world. Just playing with, with pups and, and happiness all day long. Yes, yeah. Yes, I get I very, get very happy when they come in, especially when they come in. I mean, there are dogs that come in a little bit nervous and mm -hmm. that's just like who they are. But once they come in and they just come to me and they jump on me and just love seeing me, it makes me really happy. Yeah. I can just imagine. Oh my goodness. We should totally just come and see what it is that you do like I know there's a little um viewing um window yes yes at the store so yeah. where exactly just to tell everyone that's listening where is the the location um we're we are in between Remax and Cook's Jewelers on third avenue our mm -hmm. address is 525 third avenue west and how do we book a session for our dogs um, so currently I have a really good booking system where you can actually go onto our website, which is doggyhotelandspa.com and just click on the book now. And this is where you register your dog. Um, everything in there is like very easy. You just put in your dog's information, you click book now, you get to see all of my schedules pretty much for the whole year and mm -hmm. you pick the time slot that works best for you. Do the dogs have to be vaccinated in a certain way or what other requirements are needed? Yes, currently um, we do need vaccinations such as the Bordetalia, which is the kennel cough, mm -hmm. and the rabies for now. And there was one more, but I have to double check with the vet. But um, those two are a must because there are other dogs around and want to make sure that everybody, including people, are safe. and. Um, no one's getting any sickness or anything like that. Yeah. And where, um, if uh, things happen, like um, little booklets or papers do get eaten, where can the the owners actually find this information, especially if it's a, an older dog? Um, for the, where they book online or? No, for the, the vaccinations, do, oh. do they have to 
go back to the vet and get it done or how does oh, that work? Okay, so um, they can contact the vet and usually vets will give you the, the information or um, we can actually send an email to the vet and get an information from them with the approval from the owners that we can do that. That is so handy. So you, you take a little bit of the admin away from the owner and just make it so much easier. Yes, yeah. More that is yeah. really nice. Yeah. So what is the favorite, your most favorite part of a day? Um, just, I think the end of the groom because I get to see, let's say they haven't been groomed for like two or three months and just being able to see them transform from some really shaggy dog to <laughs> like a really, you know, neat and cute dog and just, and the, and their well-being, just being so happy afterwards. Like mm. some dogs, when they have mats on their body, it puts stress. It puts stress on their body, and they they're not as happy and they're not as energetic. But once they have all the mats off and they have the bath and dry, and they just like feel so much better, they just start. You can see their behavior changing. Like you can see them running around and like wanting to play afterwards. Like it's like completely different. And I do get. Um, compliments from the owners as well like when they when they bring their dog home that they notice that their dog is so much happier more relaxed and just um calmer yeah and of course they feel pretty yes they're pretty i smell nice <laughs> yes that's the best feeling yeah and during the grooming process do you also look at, take care of their nails yes i do yes we take out their nails and clean their ears and especially for um dogs that have ear hair mm -hmm. Those need to be plucked. Um, oh. They come in often. Uh, a lot of owners, like new owners, don't know that if they get like a, a dog that have ear hair, such as like any any poodle mixes, like doodles, uh, Maltese, or, or um, um, yeah, those kind of dogs. Like they need to come more often than other breeds, such as shepherds. They don't need to like get the get. Um, they don't need to come in as often as they do but mm -hmm. those breeds do they need more they need more attention <laughs> makes sense and so we've we've spoken about the website they can book on there what mm -hmm. other online platforms do you have that people can get a hold of you oh um i do have facebook and instagram and i put my number out there so if anybody that do have trouble with technology just booking online I can do it over the phone as well yeah and um do you want to say your number people too oh sure yes um, so my number is 778-361-2962 nice and your email address yes it's doggy hotel and spa at gmail.com doggy hotel and spa at gmail.com mm -hmm. okay now let's shift the conversation a little bit to the business side. Okay. Um, we, we now know that you started the business because of their a personal need. We all know that Prince Rupert really does have that need. Um, there's a lot of doggies around and we are in a, in a rainforest. So mm -hmm. there's different challenges that come with that. Mm -hmm. From a business perspective, how have you find how have you found opening up a new business here in Prince Rupert? In Prince Rupert, um, it's very 
I find that the community here is very open. Like they're very open to new business, new ideas. And, and um, just, I think a lot of people just want like Prince Rupert to be a city where you can be proud of and like mm-hmm. have, have businesses that are open all the time. It's not just like, open it's not like a business is only open from like Monday to Friday kind of thing like businesses should be open over the weekend so I open the weekend I open from Wednesday to Sunday at the moment but um, in April we will have another grooming jumping on board with us so then we'll be open like seven days a week so people can always bring their dogs to even um, an indoor daycare during because no one wants to bring their dogs outside when it's raining all the time, you know, like, especially like the dog park. I don't know if you've seen the dog park here re- recently. There's like so much puddles and so yeah. much like holes. It's a little muddy. Yeah. So like not many owners like to go home and like bathe their dog after or like have to clean up their dog. So having our facility open as like an indoor like playground for them would be just like the best, best service that I could provide for Prince Rupert pet owners here. And what advice can you give to other entrepreneurs that are perhaps thinking of just starting out here? Um, well, just have the courage, have the courage to start, right? And talk to the right people. You know, like not, like there are people that would feel like, oh, I don't know if you can do this. Like um, really like in a small town like Prince Rupert, I just say like talk to the people that really want best for you and just go ahead be brave and have the courage and um start making your uh, social media start advertising introducing Mm. yourself to the community um and just be open like that's how i how i felt in the beginning like i don't have much friends here like everybody that i know is actually my husband's side of the family and um so like for me to start and having like some conversations with people that I have, like I talk to now, which I'm really grateful is that, um, that you just, you just go ahead. Like we believe in you and you just, you just go and be brave. <laughs> I like that. Be brave. Yeah. But what I'm also hearing you saying is that there is support needed. You do mm-hmm. need to be surrounded by the right support. Um, one of my mentors always said, "Garp, get around the right people." Yes, yes, because <laughs> that—that's it. It's um, um, yes, it is the people around you that is gonna help you build the brand. It's people around you that's gonna help advertise your business and, of course, support them. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's how you elevate a whole community. But you need to be in a position to be mobilized. And the people around you helps you with that. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what I believe, truly. And of course, the chamber. Yes. That's- yes. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, thank, thank you so much for being part of this. Mm-hmm. What is something that you'd like to leave our business community with? I'll leave our business community with. Um, just, I want to leave a good reputation like I want to be the best dog grooming boarding and daycare business in Prince Rupert and I want people to say good things about us because we 
truly want to serve and um, do the best for the community. And just, um, yeah, I want to, I want to have a really good reputation. I want to have people say, say good things about us. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Rachel. It was an absolute pleasure having you on. Let's get down to business. Okay. Thank you so much. My name is Daphne Thompson, and I'll see you next time on Let's Get Down to Business. Thank you for listening to the Let's Get Down to Business with the Prince Rupert and District Chamber of Commerce. If you would like to be featured as a guest on a future episode, please email us at rupertchamber at gmail.com or direct message us on Facebook or Instagram at Prince Rupert Chamber.